I'm how are you? I'm good, uh, Mr. Murray. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much. Are you in your office? Yes, I'm in my office, and uh, so can... you're going to attend the, the budget. No, I'm. I'm not. It's we. I think we are sending about thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. The oh, same with us. Also, very limited amount. So it's basically, the economic cluster. Yes, yes. It's been, they're saying that I've not been to that um, uh, um, chamber. They're saying it's small, eh? Yeah, but you, but you know, we actually needed you to look the minister in his eyes when he, when he, when he, when he need to give us money. You must look you in your eyes, and you must have a, you know, that 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 nonverbal communication. Say, give us money either or. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. I'm sure we'll have uh, an opportunity with with him I, at some point. I, I, I. See, there is um, Brian. May, may may I suggest to flight the, the 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 agenda for the day, so that we see what we do. Sorry. Okay. Recording in progress. You, you know, I, I have a proposition. I, I hope I'm not going to uh, get a resistance uh, from your colleagues. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay, the issues are arising today. All right. Colleagues, uh, <clears throat> this is the agenda uh, for, for the meeting. Um, the reason I would not uh, call you to move it for adoption is because um, we adopted it um, when we adopted the program for the quarter until the end of the, the quarter. So I've not introduced any amendment uh, that uh, would require your your attention and uh, consideration. Uh, so is as it was adopted uh, by our meeting colleagues. Uh, so the first item, uh, opening and welcome. I welcome all of your colleagues. But before I could do that, Brian, do we have the quorum? I've not checked the the attendance. Correct, sir. We do. We do have the quorum. Yes. I welcome all the colleagues. I welcome, uh, I'm not too sure if the minister is in the meeting, uh, but let me say I welcome the minister, whether present or in her absentia. I welcome the DM, whether present or in his absentia. I've not looked at the record. I welcome the HOD and other members of the of the defense, uh, sort of the uh, military veterans uh, department. Uh, our focus today is DMV and DMV only, if I look at the items. Um, so uh, having said that, let, let us note apologies. Brian, do you have apologies? Uh, we, we have got an apology from Ngositebe Kulu who is un unable to attend to a due to a case in ESCO uh, House of Traditional uh, Leaders meeting. We have an apology from Mr. Mafanya. 
Uh, we also have an apology from Minister Tandi Modise, uh, who is unable to attend due to a cabinet meeting that is also sitting at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have an apology chair from Ms. Biekas. Uh, she will be joining us late, but she will be joining us in the next 10 minutes or so. Good. Um, is, is the DM in the meeting? Uh, I've, um, I don't know what's wrong with my system here on the side. Uh, I'm just, I don't know. Uh, not as yet, not as yet, Chair. I've, I've not admitted him into the meeting. I've not received the... Oh, no. All right. You would know. All right. No, thank you so much. Um, all right. Uh, <clears throat> right. Um, so those are the apologies from our side. Members, are there any apology that um, we may not be aware of? It doesn't look like, right? Uh, just uh, um, Thomas Walters, apology for you. Yes, okay. No, no, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Murray. Uh, <clears throat> I'll tell you a story uh, one day. Uh, maybe now, a colleague uh, walked into a meeting and uh, so this item came up uh, of apologies. So he looked around and he realized that um, <clears throat> a colleague of his was not in the meeting. And then he then passed uh, his uh, apologies. But minutes of him doing that, <laughs> the, mom, the colleague walked into the meeting. <laughs> Yeah. No, that, that, that's now a loyal colleague. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you are right. I agree with you. Uh, it's it's uh, <clears throat> uh, what you call uh, keeping each other's back. I don't know if it's it's a right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You cover oh, your back. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. That's 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 a term. No, 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 no. Uh, he. he is an alternate, so it's, it's understandable, Mr. Murray. Is are there any apologies, Director uh, General? Good morning, Chair. Good morning. And good morning to the members. Yes. Uh, from our side, the, the team that was a position for the committee is here. I'm, I'm, I'm having um, Mr. Siengo, Mr. Mr. Samba, Mr. Matsafu, uh, and myself. All right. So, all right. So, you don't have the members of the audit committee? Not today? No, no Chair. All right. Okay. All right, so we thank you very much uh, uh, for, for attendance, colleagues. Uh, now let's then move to the first item. Uh, as as uh, the minister, the DPM is still not in the meeting, uh, uh, Brian. So that, uh, no, no, chair. No, not yet. All right. I'm admitting him now, chair is coming into the meeting. Okay, let, let's wait for him because I want him to move the item.
Okay, uh, just a question. Just a question from my side while we're waiting. Yes, um, yes. Will, will we talk about that invitation that Brian has sent through to us? Uh, maybe oh, before we before we um, end the meeting. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, let, let, Brian, let's 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 bring that item up. And my apologies, is a correspondence uh, from the minister. Eh? All right, let, let's bring it up uh, just before the minutes, or after the minute. After the minutes, it doesn't matter. No, right, no, thank you, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Uh, Murray, for for reminding me. Uh, <clears throat> DM, good morning. Chair, Honorable Chairperson, good morning, and to committee members, honorable members of the committee, good morning. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. DM, I've welcomed the, the, the colleagues and, and your officials. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we, you were not in the meeting by then. So, yes. Yes. My, so, I struggled a bit, my apology uh, with my gadget here. Okay. <laughs> But I, I felt we should wait um, so that uh, you moved, you introduced the, the item. Uh, the minister is in cabinet, so uh, the responsibility is yours. Over to you at the end. Uh, Chairperson, thank you very much uh, for this opportunity to yourself and honorable members of the committee. Uh, this morning, Chair, we are having the DG of the Department of Military Veterans and management of the department appearing before the committee as scheduled to present on the review and implementation of uh, the department's audit action plan. Uh, the committee members would remember that the uh, um in the previous meetings uh there were concerns around the performance of the department uh, on a number of areas and as part of uh, uh assisting the department to improve uh, the performance of the department, the audit action plan was focused on by the committee to say that the department must uh, uh, make sure that uh, they review their audit action plan and that they deposit that plan with the portfolio committee and uh, that uh, on a quarterly basis the Portfolio Committee will uh, keep track with progress in implementing the matters or rather solutions to the matters raised by the Auditor General. Mm -hmm. So the DG is ready to present. Uh, and after that presentation, Chair, um, we will uh, make comments, uh, but we are happy to get the DG to share their report with the committee. Thank you very much, uh, Chairperson and committee members. Uh, thank you very much, uh, <clears throat> uh, 
DM. Uh, DG, uh, your information is uh, very detailed. It's detailed. Uh, it will occupy us for the next uh, one hour to one and a half hours. Um, uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Greetings to Ms. Minister in her absence here, and greetings to the Deputy Minister, and greetings to the Portfolio Committee members uh, and, and my colleagues at, at large. Indeed, we are here to do the presentation as per the request. I would like us to uh, take this opportunity to welcome our presenter for today, Zintlet Trasamba, and I hope that the presentation can be flouted so that we can take the portfolio committee through uh, the presentation. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Uh, no, no, before, before that, uh, uh, DG, I'm saying it will occupy us for one, one hour to one and a half hours. I saw it. Yes, yes, Chairperson. <coughs> uh, it's a detailed presentation that we're going to do uh, to, to the portfolio committee. And it's a plan and it focuses on uh, issues, operational issues that the AG raised. Indeed, uh, let, me, let me just ask you a question. Has it been reviewed by the audit uh, committee? Of the, Indeed. Your, your external audit committee? Uh, Chairperson, indeed, we, we have engaged with our uh, external audit committee on these matters, Chairperson, and we're still continuing as we have uh, other matters that still have to be finalized. Has it been referred to the Auditor General? Because the Auditor General must satisfy uh, themselves as to the reliability of, of your plan. As we have been saying, Chairperson, that we still have some gaps, Chairperson. As soon as we close the gaps, as much as we are working with the AG, but we still have some gaps, we will be able to submit as soon as we close the gaps that we are having. So it's work in progress. Yes, Chairperson. Colleagues, it's work in progress. Uh, I don't know how much detail you need from hey, the... Can I, can I, with your indulgence, can I just add to what you have said? Um, and that's why your first question, I think, was um, with regards to where's the, the, the audit committee. Uh, and we know that eventually the audit committee must is actually the first um, line of, of defense or, 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 or oversight in terms of this. So it's actually a, a bit of concern that they are not here because um, eventually we will right? not only hold the department accountable and responsible, but most certainly them as well in terms, in terms of what they are supposed to do. So, um, um, so, yeah. so yes, that is a concern. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm not quite sure exactly why they then are not here in such an important meeting. Thank you. Okay. You see, I want to propose a, a way um, <clears throat> forward uh, on, on this one. I, I don't know how you'll receive it, uh, DJ. Um, it, it's work in progress and uh, you are still going to, basically the internal, I'm looking at the powers of the, <clears throat> the functions of the, uh, audit committee. Uh, one of them is to review the <clears throat> the the audit action plan, isn't it? 
Uh, DJ. Yes, Chairperson. Mm. Uh, okay. Maybe for today, let, let, let's separate issues. Let's focus on the preventative controls um, as well as the cases of fraud and, uh, and corruption. Just isolate those two areas. Uh, then uh, <clears throat> afford you the opportunity to run your audit uh, action plan past those institutions. Uh, one, your audit committee, and two, the AG, because they must be satisfied that uh, the, the action plan uh, addresses all the issues sufficiently that they've pointed out uh, in the successive um, what you call uh, audit reports. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm sitting here uh, aware that there are those issues, but as to whether the plan can be relied on in terms of uh, adequately addressing all the issues uh, to prevent repetitive uh, audit findings, I'm in no position uh, to uh, confirm that. You see, that's 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 my difficulty, uh, uh, colleague. Uh, colleagues, can, uh, uh, do you grant us the opportunity to just uh, unbundle the presentation, focus on the preventative uh, measures, and the 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 cases of fraud and corruption, and then ask the DG to pass the plan um, uh, through those institutions. Uh, uh, what, what is your comment, uh, colleagues? Uh, you have a hand from uh, Dr. Pasoko. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, my system is disabled. Uh, Dr. Pasoko? By the way, is our new member. Uh, colleague, welcome. Uh, and thank you very much that you were able to attend. Uh, this is a meeting of uh, colleagues, and we are very collegial in this meeting. Over to you, sir. Um, Thank you, thank you very much, Chairperson. Though I got the invitation five minutes ago, but it's not a problem because apparently it's a new deployment. Yeah. And secondly, two things that I want to, to check, Chair. Whether do we have this report? Because I'm handicapped where I'm sitting now. I don't have this report that we're talking about. Then secondly, I just wanted to, 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 to respond on the issue of the internal audit committee or members that are not here. Uh, my understanding that committee is, is, is performing its duties on behalf of the department. And therefore, the accounting officer is the one we support to account to us. They can be present, but as I'm saying, that's my understanding in terms of the processes. Then the last point, Chair, can be on board because an audit is a process. It's not just a once-off kind of arrangement. Where are we now? Because it seems as if we're not sure but if we can just be taken on board, but in terms of the audit process, where are we? Because in that process, there are management letters and what have you, so that we can understand exactly where are we. But as I'm saying, the challenge that I have from now, I don't have a cop in front of me. Thanks very much, sir. Yes, no, 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 I, I understand the challenge and my apologies, uh, the report should have been sent to all uh, members. I think it's only yesterday that uh, you were 80 seat 
as a, the, the changes to the committee membership was 80 seat. So I'm sure the team in the administration um, got to know about this at the same time or this morning. Uh, so you 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 maybe we we will Brian can you attend to this question uh, so that um, he is uh, able to, uh, if you could send him the the presentation uh, via uh... yes we'll do chair I I only have uh, Dr Pasopo's number but I can send it through in the meantime through his number. Uh, the the presentation. Uh, in the meantime, I've also asked for for his email. Okay, all right. <clears throat> okay, I for some reason I am unable to see the screen. Okay, let me uh, <clears throat> grant uh, the opportunity the DG. But DG, please note that is still work in progress, and uh, don't just focus too much on on the details. Um, uh, so, so that you reserve sufficient time for preventative controls and the cases of fraud and corruption. Do we agree? Yep, sir. Thank you, thank you, Chairperson. We'll we'll focus on the areas that have been indicated. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. So over to you, uh, DG. Thanks very much, Chairperson, and thanks to the Mr. Deputy Minister and the members. Um, thank you, uh, DG, and thank you, Chairperson. Uh, good morning, um, uh, Chairperson. Good morning, um, members. Thank good you. morning. Is, is your video on? I don't see. I only see myself. Is your video on? I've I've just put it on, Chair. Okay, sure. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. I would like the secretary to assist me to project a spreadsheet that was shared uh, on Monday, uh, the 21st of February at around 15.50 with the members of the portfolio committee. It's the audit action plan spreadsheet where I will be zooming into the preventative controls of which um, a column is provided for on the spreadsheet Well, that is the presentation. Um, uh, Chairperson, can I please be projected with a spreadsheet that accompanied the presentation? It was shared with the members of the portfolio committee on Monday, 21st of February at around 15.50. I don't know <clears throat> what have I done here. Thank you so much. Thank you, um, Secretariat uh, Chairperson. Uh, in front of you is the audit action plan that has been uh, developed by the department and submitted for the purpose of this meeting today. Sorry, As colleagues. per your direction. Sorry, colleagues. I have minimized my screen. Uh, how do I enlarge it?
any, anybody with the knowledge, Brian? Chairperson, at, at, at the upper right corner, there should, upper right two, corner. Uh, there should be either two ang uh, 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 arrows pointing to each other or apart. You just push on that or, um, or that, that, that block that you, that you have uh, there. So um, I'm not quite sure which, which computer you have. I have a block here. Yeah, and then, then, then press on the block, small block. The small block. Uh, in the upper right corner, and that should... Uh, it's not working. Okay. No, no, it's fine. Uh, you, you may continue. I may have to come out and come back again. Okay, you may continue, uh, colleague. Yeah, over to you. Um, uh, I think, thank you, Chair. Um, in front of us, Chairperson, is just an overview of the findings that were identified by the AG. Uh, however, I would just like to make a disclaimer to say uh, there was one more finding that was mistakenly omitted uh, on this specific presentation. The findings are actually 69, not necessarily 68. And I would like to really apologize for that. The updated spreadsheet was shared. Uh, however, I see that uh, perhaps the latest one was not necessarily um, shared with everyone. Um, Chairperson, according to the plan, we, we have uh, uh, implemented about 37 um, out of uh, 68, of which um, 31 were in progress. Um, there was no uh, findings that were not necessarily attended to, and this is not by error, Chair. Uh, every official who had caused uh, a finding had received a letter from the DG holding them accountable and responsible for the finding. So um, we find uh, ourselves as officials to really have to take this process seriously in terms of ensuring that there is work that is being done to address uh, finding. I would request the secretary to just take us through the first uh, tab, which is finance, of which my focus will be more on the preventative controls. Um, can I please uh, see the headings? Yes. Uh, Chairperson, this template um, uh, shows us the finding title um, and an exception number as per the AG report. There's a description of the finding. There's an action plan that is agreed between the AG and management, of which this is the column that I'll be zooming in because that's where uh, we'll be able to identify preventative controls as per the direction of the chairperson. There's also the issues of root cause. It is highlighted um, red chairperson because on an audit perspective, um, if you get the root cause correct, you'll be able to address the finding. But if you do miss the root cause why such a deficiency occurred, then you will not be able to address the correct finding. So hence it is highlighted in red. And I would also wish to make another disclaimer to say this progress is at as at 31st of December 2021. Uh, with my focus, Chairperson, being on column E, meaning that the action that is agreed between the management and the AGSA in terms of finding number one, which related to um, uh, Secretary, can you please, uh, I'd like to see the first column that talks about the title as well as um, the, the exception number. Can I please see column A and B, uh, Secretary? 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, the first finding related to the issues of Logis Chaperson and the preventative control there would have been uh, for a department to have an approved um, uh, procedure uh, to address the finding as, as, as required. Therefore, the procedure is scheduled to be completed before the end of the financial year at the present moment or as at 31st of December, uh, that procedure was not yet approved, Chairperson. Uh, and the second finding is linked to the first one, Chairperson. Um, so addressing the first finding would result to the department also addressing the second one. And the issue, the third finding, which relates to the segregation of duties there, that issue, it was uh, resolved, Chairperson, but it, it is critical that we make even the issues that were resolved immediately after they were identified during the audit so that we keep an eye on them uh, to avoid irrecurrence. Um, the issue of the, um, the issue of the delegations that should be corrected uh, for the CFO, um, I think that I have corrected with my appointment to ensure that the delegations are aligned with the logist requirements. Can you please move to item number four? Thank you. This um, chairperson with the focus on column E, which is mostly the preventative controls, um, we are indicating that what would have prevented the finding from occurring is that we would have had a, a reviewed SCM policy of which that was subsequently uh, put in place, we have now an, an approved SNT policy. Therefore, the finding was addressed. Uh, the differences uh, between the irregular, fruitless, and wasteful expenditure, that was also uh, uh, addressed, Chairperson. Uh, we would prevent it going forward by ensuring that there is adequate reviews, reviewed, uh, reviews of the financial statements before um, the set is submitted to the AGSA. As we speak, Chairperson is part of our preventative controls. Uh, our finance team is attending um, a meeting with the National Treasury in preparation for the compilation of the annual financial statements for the year. Therefore, we do have a preventative controls in, in that manner. The issue of the fixed assets uh, under investigation, Chairperson, Due to capacity in this area, I think, um, Chairperson, um, investigations are in progress. A team went out last week to ensure that we reconcile all our books so that we can identify those items that really require investigation and present a report to the accounting officer. Uh, determination tests for fruitless and wasteful um, expenditure not performed. And this issue, Chairperson, it was dealt with and, um, um, during the, the audit. And the preventative controls is that we, we do the test um, in, in, in line with the prescribed timelines as per the National Treasury requirements. Uh, in terms of the High-level inconsistencies identified in the financials. Um, I think I've addressed this issue in terms of how we prevent it going forward to ensure that there's adequate reviews 
um, inconsistencies uh, as a result of there wasn't really adequate reviews before the Fs are submitted for external audit. Um, suppliers not paid within 30 days. This issue, Chairperson, in terms of the preventative controls, uh, what, what I realized, uh, Chair, since I've started acting, is that we had challenges or gaps in terms of um, management of our invoices, wherein we were first um, acknowledging and accepting an invoice before um, all the required steps are taken. So what I've enforced is that before an invoice is dated and acknowledged, it must have been validated and verified that it is linked to the work that is done on behalf of the department and it is in line with the approved um, uh, processes so that we, we avoid uh, irregular and fruitless. Therefore, um, I think that has assisted us because uh, with reference specifically to January 2022, we had paid about 100% of um, invoices that leads to our purchase orders that were issued. We have zero percent non-compliance. However, when it comes to benefits, we have paid about uh, 97% uh, invoices on time. However, 3% was not paid on time. And it's something that is we are working uh, uh, you know, towards Chairperson to ensure that we achieve 100% as required in terms of the uh, PFMA and its treasury regulations. Again, Chairperson, there were inconsistencies in terms of financial statements of which um, we are committing to prevent such going forward. Payables not recognized, also um, around the issue of intense validation of information before uh, it is presented for audit, and it's something that we are investing all our time to ensure that um, um, uh, those uh, registered, the, uh, registers that support financials are properly uh, uh, reviewed before they are submitted for an audit. Uh, key management emoluments, uh, this issue, it was corrected immediately after it was identified and it will be avoided in the future. Uh, Non-compliance with the Treasury uh, Instruction Note, um, Chairperson, um, here we have created a database to track all COVID-19 procurement items. However, um, at the time of uh, compiling this, uh, then I could not necessarily say it has been achieved before I can satisfy myself um, as a responsible official that indeed um, um, this was achieved. Uh, there, hence, it is sitting in progress. Control weaknesses in terms of the review processes on overtime. Uh, there were some also here some controls that were strengthened to ensure that we prevent uh, this going forward. In terms of the system, I think uh, based on the information that I have received during the interviews with the officials is that um, there's now a fixed limit on personnel so that we do not go above the prescribed uh, overtime limit by the uh, public uh, service um, uh, uh, department. Um, therefore, this issue is also in progress because I have not necessarily given myself time to test it and be confident to say it is 100% um, achieved. However, according to the interviews, it has been achieved. I just need to 
go there and validate. Um, recurring fruitless and wasteful expenditure not prevented. Uh, this issue, Chairperson, it was uh, since prevented in the sense that now a policy uh, of SNT was uh, reviewed and approved wherein uh, the issues of no-shows, which relates to instances wherein either military veterans or officials, they don't, uh, they miss their flights for uh, different reasons. So now the controls chairperson were strengthened through a reviewed SMT policy. A submission of the B Commission report, uh, this issue is still in progress, Chair. Um, we are working on it. It is not an easy task, hence we are indicating that it still is in progress at the time of reporting. Subsequent events and not disclosed on the Fs, it was corrected immediately after it was identified during the audit. And uh, going forward, Chairperson will ensure that we disclose all the subsequent events, which leads to events that happened after the audit period. Incorrect disclosure included under irregular expenditure note. This was also corrected immediately after it was identified and we are going to avoid it going forward. Suppliers, which are close family members um, to the officials, this issue, Chairperson, we are indicating that it's still in progress because of limitation in terms of the systems that the AG team has in accessing this uh, information in, in terms of relationship between the suppliers and officials. However, it relates to um, a small amount of about 20,000. However, it is not something that is encouraged. Um, what we do as the department is that officials dis, uh, disclose any financial interest through our HR when um, and a supplier, incorrect supplier awarded with a bid. Uh, this is under investigation, therefore cannot necessarily be reported as achieved as until the investigation is, is concluded. Internal control deficiencies on the quotations registers. This was since uh, corrected immediately after it was um, identified and going forward, Chairperson will ensure that we really uh, verify information before it is submitted for audit. Accruals overstated also was corrected immediately after it was identified and going forward, it will be prevented chairperson through intense uh, review processes. Asset verification and recons not performed. And this is the area that you are still currently busy with chairperson uh, in correcting in the sense that Preventative controls would be set management policy, which requires us to um, um, perform irrecons at least once in a financial year. Um, the control weaknesses in the review of the periodic payments, this was also corrected immediately after it was identified and uh, it will be prevented going forward. Uh, misstatements in terms of the fruitless and wasteful this was also corrected, Chair, immediately after it was identified and going forward, it will be prevented through intense review. Um, items not condoned but removed, this was corrected immediately and it will be prevented going forward. Overstatement of irregular expenditure on remuneration of audit committee members, 
uh, Chairperson, this was as a result of no policy, uh, which a clear indication um, what do we mean by employees doing business with the state. So we have followed the DPSA circular and um, the policy unit has uh, developed a policy which clarifies that and um, the, this issue will be prevented going forward in that manner. Understatement of accruals also corrected and will be prevented through intense reviews. Uh, payables not recognized, same, uh, same approach, same pre preventative control chair. Uh, item 30, please. Rental accruals, as well as overstatement of lease commitments, also corrected and will be uh, avoided through intense review. Chairperson, we have also uh, making use uh, of the moral uh, um, incorporated chair to assist us with the issues of financial statements. And we've been using the company for the past two financial years. It is its last year. Uh, this year. Hence, the focus is more on training the internal team so that we can take over this responsibility of uh, compiling financials. So with that, you know, uh, strengthened capacity, we really are going to uh, make the most of it to ensure that we avoid uh, misstatements. Uh, items not evaluated for local con content. Um, this issue is still, it's an issue that I still need to first uh, validate chair. Uh, their progress there as indicated is in progress because there's still a leg that is missing for validation. Uh, understatement of performance bonuses estimate. Uh, it was also corrected immediately and in future, in future it will be uh, avoided uh, Chairperson, misstatements on the asset register um, that also the controls are, uh, are strengthened. We do have an approved policy. We just have to ensure that we implement and uh, ensure that there's adequate reviews of information that gets into the Fs. Um, thanks. That's all in terms of, of finance. Can you please move to corporate services? Column A, please. Um, Chair, in terms of policies which have not been approved, I think I've already made reference to SCM and SNT policies that were approved during the year in my previous presentation. Therefore, we are making pro progress, Chair, in terms of uh, addressing uh, this issue and going forward. Um, as part of the preventative controls. Uh, I know the audit committee, as part of its standing agenda item, they require the department to present on its policy register to monitor um, you know, the state of internal controls in the department and just to make sure that policies are reviewed on time. So it is an issue that is being attended to. And also yesterday we had a mencom where a lot of HR policies were, were presented input by management and then the approval process will follow. Um, that is the preventative control chair. In terms of the organizational structure not aligned, um, here at Chairperson, it's something that is not entirely in the control of the administration. Uh, since we are Chairperson uh, reviewing the act and the bill, which might come with, with uh, its own 
uh, human capacity requirements. So it, we're advised to say perhaps it would be wise to finalize this process only after the bill that the department is busy with has been concluded. So it is an area that is in progress. Let's move to the next item. Uh, business agreement and service level agreement were not reviewed. Um, sorry, uh, Secretary, I do not see the entire spreadsheet as the case with my previous presentation. If you can please and uh, maybe minimize to about 60% so that I'm able to see everything. Once again, uh, Secretary, to you, Chair. If you can please minimize once again. Just give it maybe 50% so that I'm able to see all the columns. Thank you, that's fine. That's fine, thank you so much. Um, moving to item number three, Chair, it relates to the uh, ICT, uh, where in the finding related to the business agreement and service level agreement, which were not reviewed, and according to the progress provided, uh, Chair, is that the business agreement were now reviewed and signed off. And going forward, we'll ensure that we do not wait until uh, policies, procedures, and agreements um, 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 are expired before they are, um, they are reviewed to avoid these kind of findings. And that number four, no formal processes to measure information and communication technology return on investment and benefit realization. I think this also was um, um, addressed, Chair, uh, according to our uh, GTO, uh, in the sense that a standard operating procedure to address uh, um, the finding was completed and finalized. Uh, I think the same preventative control as I've indicated will be applied, I've indicated in item number two will be applied in this finding, Chair. Number five, software licenses, which were not adequately managed. This issue chair, it's still in progress. I know that um, the unit has submitted something to finance requesting the procurement of the licenses. Uh, we are still busy as the department. Antivirus anti software updates were not adequately deployed. This issue was um, 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 addressed, Chairperson. And uh, in the future, uh, it will be avoided. Patch management processes was not adequately implemented. Um, uh, uh, the action that we agreed with the AG was that uh, managers responsible will be engaged to ensure that uh, the workstations which are incompatible with the antivirus are replaced. So they were replaced. So it's an issue that will be monitored Chairperson. Um, In fact, the audit action plan itself, it's, it's a monitoring, I mean, it's a preventative tool, Chairperson, so that we do not find ourselves with the uh, recurring findings, again, if it is monitored closely on a continuous basis, even on a monthly basis. Um, moving to item number eight, inactivity, time out setting. This was also um, corrected, Chairperson. And the activated timeline, timeline now is, is 15 minutes. Uh, 
therefore it will it will be kept as such so it is just an issue that needs to be set up on the system and it will run um, and be monitored by management lack of information and communication the technology awareness training uh, the trainings were now held chairperson we just have to stick to the schedule chair because uh, in terms of our systems um, in the department all officials must submit their training needs before the start of the year and um, those training needs should be implemented during the year. We just have to, uh, the controls are there. I think sometimes we, we, we're just not consistent in terms of implementing the, otherwise the preventative controls are there. Um, number 10 on log-on violations on the active directory were not monitored. Um, this issue is still in progress, Chairperson. Um, the department is aware of this limitation and there's a temporal measure, which is not ideal. Um, hence, the, situ the, the finding is still rated as in progress. Um, therefore, we are attending to each year and we are putting preventative controls to ensure that it does not re-occur re uh, again. Um, item number 11, Secretariat. Thank you. The fire, firewall management were not adequately designed. Uh, this issue is still in progress. Um, we, the department is still uh, uh, procuring a firewall solution that will be managed through CETA. That will be our control chair firewall. All activities were not monitored. The department will specify the rules to be locked on the um, syslog server to ensure that the CETA provide reports in a consistent manner. Disaster recovery plan not adequately designed. This is a joint effort between the ICT as well as risk uh, management. How we have resolved or how we are resolving it, Chairperson, is that we have incorporated this requirement as part of our annex with the CETA to ensure that the BCP is, is, is developed. Uh, which will then inform the disaster recovery plan. Um, it is a, a joint um, effort between the two units and we are attending to it. Um, item uh, 14, personnel and salary uh, system policy and procedure documents were not necessarily concluded. Um, as I've indicated, Chair, yesterday we sat and we dealt with a lot of HR policies, but I cannot confirm if this specific procedure and policy was part, but uh, I know that the department is um, attending to it and the commitment that was made there by the new director, HR, is that the policy will be approved before the end of the financial year. Uh, the user access right on personal and salary system were not reviewed. Um, this is one area the ICT was not in agreement with the AG. Um, therefore, we could not put it as completed. And we'd rather leave it to in progress until such time that there is consensus between the AG and management in terms of um, addressing this matter. And um, it will also be incorporated as part of the HR policies. User access rights not reviewed. 
Um, the management was also not in, in agreement with this finding, Chair. And um, the planned action was that um, the process of res revisiting the ICT security policies underway because we do have an ICT security policy that is approved. So we, in, in terms of ensuring that the finding is addressed, it's a matter of amending um, uh, that what, ha what has been identified by AG. Um, activities of the system controller on personal and salary, uh, salary system were not monitored. Um, the controller or the salary system controller was since appointed and the issue was as a result of shortage of, of personnel because systems require um, proper segregation of duties. So if we are running short in terms of personnel, some of these things chairperson are not necessarily possible. Password reset controls on Active Directory were not adequately implemented. Um, there, the preventative controls, chairperson uh, was that, um, in fact, it was addressed, chair, a preventative control there was put and uh, there was also a disagreement there over statement of leave entitlement, uh, which was uh, which was uh, corrected immediately after it was identified and it will be avoided going forward. It's all in terms of the corporate services. I'd like us to move to the inter-audit and risk management. Here at Chepersing, we only have two findings which relates to the non-performance of the five-year external assessments as well as capacity uh, within the internal audit. The preventative controls would be to uh, perform the five-year external quality assurance, but the process was started. Um, a letter was sent to National Treasury to do what is referred to as the state of readiness review for the department then to be able to, to conduct the, the, ex, the external assessment. Uh, the audit committee had resolved that the department follows what the option called um, a, a self-assessment with independent validation. So the first step has been followed by the department in terms of approaching the, um, the, the national treasury. Then what is required is that now the department should self-assess itself and then uh, invite an independent validator who is usually the Institute of Internal Auditors to then give an opinion whether the work of internal audit partially complies, generally complies, or does not comp comply. So that is still in progress in terms of the preventative control going forward. We just have to, in fact, the inter-audit needs to put it as part of its strategic plans, you know, with a clear date in terms of when... Um, should the external assessments be conducted. It should be incorporated as part of the strategic plans. Uh, and the second finding, which leads to the issues of capacity, for this one, um, um, I know that SCM is busy with the procurement of a company, which was a recommendation of the audit committee as back as about four or five years ago, Chaperson, to say, um, 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 to respond to this uh, audit query from the AG to say we only have two, um, we only had two officials within internal audit and the audit, I mean, the 
Auditor General was not satisfied as to the capacity of the units. Therefore, a recommendation to appoint a company to beef up capacity and support the current inter-audit unit was made. And I, I know it's a process that is in progress and it is intended to be completed uh, before the end of February. So this issue should be sitting at green come the assessment for the fourth quarter. Please, let's move to Seth's. Um, thank you. Can I please see? Thank you so much. The first one, Chairperson, it relates to the limitation in terms of submission of information um, by the healthcare and education that um, mil military veterans uh, received counseling and treatment during the year, but had not been included in the register that was submitted for the AG. And that applies. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> That applied for education benefit. And to prevent it, um, Chaperson, it's, it's going to be a challenge. You know, when it comes to benefits, we've got the issue of filing system. Are you okay now? Because yes. Maybe you need to sip uh, water. Yes, I, I did. Okay. Uh, can you take a second breath? Uh, two breaths. One, two. <laughs> Are you okay now? Yes, thank you so much. Over, back over to you, thanks. <clears throat> um, Chair, this issue is around the files that are provided for audit. We have a manual system in place. So until that is addressed, we cannot confidently say the finding is addressed. It is addressed. According to the interviews with the responsible units, but because of the manual system, there's always a room for error. Um, it's therefore to be on the safe side. Um, it is put as eighty percent until confirmed by the AG. Um, education: there were files submitted for either missing. Um, we're either missing education support checklist or evidence of the outcome of the adjudication. What happens here, Chair, is also linked to the issue of the manual system, um, wherein files are kept, but information is not necessarily filed accordingly. Um, it was also addressed uh, during the the audit and it will really be safe to put it on in progress because there's always a room for 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 error in the manual system in terms of in terms of preventing it going forward we are working on integrated uh, database management system where now um files you know work will be done online and we are also expecting that um, files should be scanned so that we are sure 
that there is no room for error. So I think the preventative system here really is to um, implement the, the, the online database management system. Uh, critical positions uh, were vacant for more than 12 months. Uh, at the time of the audit, the DG's position was also vacant. However, it was filled. Now the DDG's positions are still vacant. So there are processes um, that are in place in terms of um, filling in those positions. Backups were not performed on the database. Um, and here, Chairperson, we are not necessarily doing well. However, we are indicating that the ICT service continuity plan was developed and it is currently in draft. After it has been approved, it would serve really as the preventative control to, to prevent this finding from recurring. Um, housing, house, uh, military veterans provided with newly built houses per year. Uh, quality assurance and validation should be enhanced to ensure that correct supporting portfolio of evidence is submitted. This also cannot be divorced from the fact that we have a manual system chair, um, which really is a biggest challenge when it comes to managing benefits. So um, the preventative control there, chair, is really to have everything scanned on the online system and everything done online. Lastly, policy have not been approved. The housing policy is in draft and is being addressed uh, in the housing work stream to ensure that um, inputs from all the stakeholders are taken into consideration before the policy is uh, approved. This issue, it still is in progress, Chair, and the preventative control really would be to ensure that that policy is finalized and it is implemented and monitored. Um, ESM chair, we only have one finding um, which relates to the issues of um, non-compliance in terms of the payments made to the officials of the associations. It is something um, that the department is attending to a chairperson um, the preventative control there, I think the most appropriate uh, person would be the accounting officer maybe to advise in terms of um, how can we prevent it going forward. Therefore, I would like to leave that finding for the accounting officer to, to advise. Um, I think there's one finding, a chairperson, that um, I've indicated to say in terms of the updated one, there's just one more finding which uh, relates to the office of the DG around the issues of consequence management, the delays thereof. And would like to advise the committee to say there is some work um, that is done in terms of ensuring that consequence management prevails for, um, um, for, for, for irregular expenditures incurred in the department. At the time of reporting, which was the 31st of December, we had not received any uh, concluded reports from the Nexus forensic investigators. Um, however, in terms of the details of the progress, I would also like to leave that to the accounting officer to advise further. Chairperson, that's all in terms of uh, 
on, in terms of my presentation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, Acting CFO. Uh, well done. Uh, it's clear where you are going as, as a department. Uh, before I note the hands, maybe let me note the hands. Um, right. Uh, okay. Uh, there are two, there's only one hand so far. Colleagues, are they? Okay, there's a second one and the third one. Okay, so I've noted three hands. Uh, it's, I'll start with uh, Dr. Pasopu, uh, will be followed by Honorable Shalembe, uh, and the last member uh, will be Honorable Mare uh, in that order, colleagues. I'll start with you, Dr. Pasopu. Thank you, thank you very much, Chairperson. Uh, maybe firstly, let's appreciate the presentation from the department. Um, it, it, my view is that they are almost there in terms of responding to the issues uh, that were raised by Auditor General. Then secondly, Chair, my understanding here, we are dealing with 2020-2021 financial year. Uh, which the assumption that I have already, there is an opinion from the side of the Auditor General's office. Perhaps if that can be shared with us, because as I'm saying, I was not part of the previous meetings, given the issues that are being raised here. Number two, Chair, uh, as I've indicated my representation, I'm Kala, that the audit is a process. Now, if already there is an outcome out of this uh, in terms of the audit, audit opinion. Before that opinion is being, is being sponsored, there is a, what you call management letter. In that management letter, in my understanding, these issues are being, are being raised for the department to respond. Um, it seems as if the only gap on that maybe the accounting officer must, must, must tell us exactly where the problem is. Then, secondly, Chair, in this report, there is a, a mention of the suppliers linked to the family members of the department. There is a, 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 a report about fruitless and wasteful expenditure. And, 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 and my understanding, Chair, all of these are financial misconduct in terms of the Public, manage, public Finance Management Act, and as such are punishable. But in this presentation, there is no mention of consequence management uh, as to say, uh, these are the steps that have been taken to ensure that whoever is responsible is accountable. Perhaps, because last input here case, she indicated that maybe um, the account, I mean, the, 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 the DG will come in. So we are interested on that, Chair Tina, as the committee, because, because as, as, as the committee, we are an oversight body to ensure that these things are being implemented within the department. And if we don't do that, we'll be compromising our responsibility. Then the last point, Chair, is around the issue of 
organizational structure that is not aligned to the strategic plan or I don't know what is the strategic plan what because I don't have the document in front of me. But the question here, Chair, just I want to check. Within the department, do we have an approved organogram? If we don't, how do we operate without an approved organogram as a department? I'm sure, Chair, so far, um, those are the questions that I have. But, but, but again, Chair, uh, if you are, if this presentation in front of us, uh, we are expected to adopt, is expected to be adopted by the committee. Uh, for, for record purposes, it should be reflected as a draft. Um, this should be a draft presented to us as the committee. Then after undergoing all the processes, then it will be a final draft. So I'm saying uh, for record purposes, uh, that document, audit action plan. It should be a draft audit action plan of the department. Thank you, Chair. Thank you so much. Uh, the next member is Shelembe. Thank you very, very much, uh, Chairperson. Well, uh, Chairperson, um, I want to, well, I mean, uh, to appreciate, I mean, um, the presentation, well, is highlighting and is like there is a willing uh, to implement the recommendations of the Auditor General. But uh, Chairperson, uh, firstly, if they say, I mean, um, the Chief Financial Officer has been uh, suspended, but uh, Chairperson, I'm not sure how long that suspension is gonna uh, take, I mean, uh, in the department. Because, I mean, that position uh, is very, very important when it comes to the implementation of what is uh, being uh, said by the, author, the AG. Then uh, I'm, I'm looking, I mean, at the cost that the department uh, will be responsible on that suspension whilst, I mean, uh, the work in that office, I mean, is not, I mean, uh, being done then who's going to be responsible for any wrongdoings, I mean, in that uh, department since, I mean, uh, the CFO is no longer there in the office. But maybe if I can get, I mean, uh, the, the clear, I mean, um, information that the person who might uh, or who may be acting in that uh, CFO position, he, he or she, I mean, uh, has got the capacity, I mean, uh, to ensure that things are happening while uh, the chief financial officer is on suspension. And then uh, to, I mean, uh, Chairperson, supply chain management is one of the most, I mean, important, I mean, a section or, I mean, a unit in any organization. Now, I, I don't want, I mean, uh, to see the DMV experiencing the same problem that is currently being experienced by the one military hospitals where billions of rent were wasted because of, I mean, poor or lack of capacity in the supply chain management, though the issues are, are may not be the same. But I'm very, very concerned when it comes to the supply chain. What is that is being done to ensure that, I mean, uh, there is no, I mean, uh, diversion from the systems in place 
since, I mean, uh, the, the CFO is not, I mean, whether the person that is going to be occupying will ha- do, I mean, have the capacity to ensure that nothing goes wrong, I mean, uh, in the supply chain management. Chairperson, uh, I, I don't know whether that will be relevant, but to me, I think it's relevant because there was an issue of the skills audit that, uh, I mean, uh, was um, launched, I mean, uh, or was, I mean, uh, put to ensure that the people who are doing the job do have the capacity or the necessary skills or necessary qualification. Now, it has taken long. I'm not sure if that plan or the way, I mean, uh, they are going to implement uh, the the audit, I mean, uh, I mean, um, action, I mean, uh, report is required, whether they are going to be able to ensure that, I mean, uh, these things, I mean, are done or are impl- implemented accordingly. If, I mean, we are still having the people who do not have the necessary qualification for those jobs that they are doing. Uh, another thing that I want to check, Chairperson, she mentioned the issue of that uh, there are some plans that are being uh, delayed because of the Military Veterans Act that is, has not been uh, reviewed. Um, I didn't get well. What are those, I mean, uh, plan or, I mean, uh, that will be affected because of that? Because to me, that Military Veterans Act is still applicable until, I mean, uh, it has been uh, reviewed. So I don't think, I mean, uh, we may say now things will not happen because of uh, the delay in the Military Veterans Act uh, review. Chairperson, uh, the issue of, of the two, I mean, uh, Director General that has been advertised in March last year, well, I can uh, well uh, partly agree that uh, the issue of uh, the lockdown or COVID-19 things, I mean, has been the cause to delay the appointment. But chairperson has taken too long uh, from March to March that the, the, the job was advertised, but nothing has been done. Maybe if one can get the clear time frames that um, this position will be filled, maybe not less than that. She has also been put an, put an excuse that um, that will be determined by the availability of um, the ministers to participate in that uh, panel or whatsoever. So now, I don't know uh, in that case now, whether if, I mean, there are no clear time frames, maybe in the next time when they can't we'll say, oh, we have not been able to get uh, the minister to the panel. What will be the other issues? But it's, it's been a year. So now if maybe they can put their time frame that, okay, it's been a year, but they are looking at it, see it being filled not late, later than a month or two months. So we can't just do it like that to say uh, because of uh, the ministers, because of the COVID-19, but we want, I mean, the clear, I mean, um, so that we'll be able to follow up. Otherwise, when they come back, they may say we have not been able. So these are the issues, I mean, uh, Chairperson, I mean, uh, I was looking at. And Chairperson, in any organization, I mean, uh, the budget whatsoever is implemented by a fully functional, I mean, uh, I mean, um, organogram. Now, looking to these issues now, we may want uh, to implement what has been said by the Auditor General, but if the organogram or the staff establishment is not in line with what is required to ensure, I mean, uh, those, I mean, um, action uh, to be, uh, I mean, uh, implemented are done. So maybe if they can tell us exactly, I mean, uh, whether that organization structure is still, I mean, uh, not full functional. So that, I mean, uh, we know that uh, there are challenges, but we can't leave here and say, because now they have put the good plan to say they are going to address. But the issue of that 
it goes together with the issue of the skills. I mean, whether the people do have the capacity in that organograph or not. So thank you very much, Chairperson. Thank you very much, Honorable Shalembe, uh, Honorable Mare. Thank you very much, Chair. Uh, I was just going to add a, a few um, issues, and then I've got points that maybe we can deal with that under under C of uh, 3C of the agenda. But my first one is that just in terms of the, our new our newest colleagues' comments on consequence management, and I share that concern. Um, and and I obviously you know we must determine who is responsible, and we must hold people accountable, even the minister and the and, and the deputy minister, if there are no consequences and um, and disciplinary actions. So maybe there can be a response in that regard, whether something is already happening, and if not, why not? Then secondly, I want to ask, maybe just for the, for the Deputy Minister, if I may, um, I know that between him and the Minister, they have shared certain responsibilities. And if I am correct, uh, the, the Deputy Minister is primarily responsible for Department of Military Veterans. Um, so if he can maybe just give us an, an input from his side in terms of what can be done, and, and, and how can be done and, and what he can contribute to that. Then I also want to say that in the latest defense web, there's an there's a article which um, depicts that there's outstanding lawsuits against the Department of Military Veterans of 100 and close to 190 million rand. And, and, and whether any of those lawsuits has got an implication on the on the Auditor General's uh, queries, uh, because clearly if there are lawsuits, they are coming on for quite some time now, and, uh, and that should be um, applicable to this specific financial year. And then just lastly, I want to know in that financial year that we are looking at now, how much money um, were forfeited at the end of the financial year, in other words, back to National Treasury, or was the whole budget that uh, utilized, or how many, how much money was was forfeited back to um, Department of uh, the National Treasury? Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. Let me just check if there is any other hand. All right. Chair. Uh, who is that? Because I, I don't know what's wrong with my gadget. I can't raise my hand, Chair. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Miss Pickers, uh, it's over to you. Thank you, Chair. Uh, Chair, um, in, in acknowledging the presentation, I want uh, to commend them on the progress in some areas. Uh, also, the fact that there's time frames in designated officials to do uh, or to implement certain things. I, however, want to request uh, uh, that the progress of the audit action plans must be included in, in the quarterly reports to Parliament. Then, uh, secondly, Chair, in most instances, uh, they raise capacity in the manual system as the root cause. And I'm trying to understand, Chair, during this uh, fourth industrial revolution time, and I think we... It, it's difficult for me to understand how can we still do things manually. And uh, that, the fact that they use do it manually influence the outcome. And I hope in, in identifying that as a root cause, 
it will change the situation. So Che, my question is how can they speed up in getting the implementation of the new system? Then lastly, Che, the irregular expenditure is, is mostly because of a no-show by officials. Uh, was there any consequences launched launch towards those officials? Thank you, Che. Okay. Okay, colleagues, uh, <clears throat> I also have two questions. Uh, the, the first question is uh, the, the department uh, laments uh, under capacity uh, in the internal uh, audit. It says there's insufficient uh, capacity with uh, <clears throat> only two members, um, uh, employed, and they're looking at um, yeah, outsourcing, um, getting a, a private uh, company or consultant uh, to assist in beefing up uh, capacity. I don't know what it means in terms of uh, uh, building uh, internal uh, capacity uh, within the, the entity. Why going this route of appointing an extent, uh, um, a service provider uh, when you can uh, fill all the posts and ensure that there is strength and capacity within the internal uh, audit uh, environment. Uh, so that um, you, we know that capacity is built over time, but when it is built, you know you are short that there is capacity. The only time you lose it is when people die or resign and so on. But the systems, the systems will be there. Why opting uh, this route of uh, engaging the services of an, uh, a service provider instead of uh, filling uh, the vacancies to beef up the, the, the system? And then the second point leads to the question I raised uh, earlier on uh, of the um, internal uh, audit uh, committee. Dr. Pasopu uh, raised it that the, the internal audit committee is part of the uh, you know, reports to, to, to the accounting officer. Um, we, with, with AG and all portfolio committees, we took a resolution that uh, you know, because they exercise uh, oversight over uh, departments and they report to parliament. Uh, audit committees report to parliament. Uh, so they must then come and uh, talk to us um, uh, about uh, the report that they file into parliament. In the, in the report to parliament, there is, uh, they say things like, for example, uh, the number of meetings held by the accounting officer, uh, 
uh, the number of meetings attended by the, so not the accounting office, the audit committee members, the number of meetings attended by them. And most important, I'm not going to mention other things that they report to parliament on. I will just single this one out. The effectiveness of the internal control systems. That's, that too must report, uh, <clears throat> they must report on it. Um, and the other responsibility that they are entrusted by law is to review all external audit plans and reports and report and monitor management, sorry, management's implementation of uh, audit recommendations. So they are in a way uh, uh, accountable uh, on uh, their own uh, report. It is in that context that parliament, I mean, the, the chairs agreed and the, the Auditor General agreed that let's not just receive the report and leave it at that. Let's call them to come and talk to the report because they have there was a reason why they were appointed. And only if their effectiveness, effectiveness is tested, tested, that will be assured this parliament that they are not just uh, there, but they are adding value. So it is in that context that um, it's critical that um, the, the, once this draft is adopted, so it's finalized by the committee, is also uh, sent for a review and also uh, deposited with the Office of the Auditor General because we hold those uh, uh, to account on, on, on their own, um, in their own areas of responsibility. Um, so colleague, uh, now is the opportunity to respond to all the questions uh, raised. Um, Uh, thank you very much to Chairperson, uh, Minister, Deputy Minister, and, and the members. We will definitely um, uh, respond on, on, on the matters that have been raised by the members. Um, the first area that uh, I will take up is the area that was raised with regard to what is our opinion. The audit opinion that the department received is an unqualified uh, audit opinion. Uh, that's the uh, opinion that the department received for the year under under review. And we were also meant to explain the, the issue of the management letter and the action plan uh, and, the, and, the, and the report that we're currently presenting. Uh, indeed, Chairperson, as the member has indicated, the management letter, of course, is what has been reduced into this audit action plan and the AG report. So we are indeed referring to, to, to those matters as they are highlighted there. The other area that was raised was the issue of consequence management. Indeed, uh, with reference to the 119 million that was raised by the Office of the Public Service Commission, which the member has mentioned in the house today, uh, there was consequence management uh, done whereby four senior managers were set aside and their cases are currently in progress. But besides that, some of the officials that are, are affected by the findings 
I have written letters to each and every official highlighting the matters that were raised in the management report for their consideration and their processes that they must form in terms of disciplining, as the member has raised that, what happens to the people who have done no show. Each and every manager has received a letter with the list of findings in order to avoid uh, continuous uh, audit findings in each and every component. Uh, I just heard recently from the labor relations person that she, he has engaged the managers uh, to discuss and prioritize uh, each and every manager's uh, findings to ensure that the disciplinary processes kickstart. And we are expecting to finalize those processes before the end of the financial year. In the area that was raised with regards to, uh, I think I, I tried to, to, to deal with the, that area. I think there was an area that was uh, raised with regards to, to the organogram. Indeed, Chairperson, the current organogram that is being utilized by the department was approved uh, in 2010, and there has been work that needs to be uh, uh, processed and pushed very fast in terms of looking at the organogram as it has been uh, cited by the members to say that there must be alignment between our mandate and capacity in the department, including the budget. Those three areas indeed, as the member has indicated, have to talk to each other. The work on the organogram uh, is also going to be speeded up and we are also linked to the work of the PTT, which is also uh, talking to the organizational structure of our department. And we will be noting some of the advices that we are receiving from the committee in terms of strengthening our work in that regard. I would like my colleagues uh, to, to take up the issue. Uh, I think it's also important to, to raise the matter to say, uh, our internal uh, unit indeed is undercapacitated. Hence, uh, AG requested us in the meantime, while we're still waiting for the organogram to be reviewed, we should have a company to assist us and ensuring that the work of the internal audit does not fail. Uh, in the new organogram, we are looking at plus minus eight to 10 positions that can be fulfilling the unit in ensuring that the work of the internal audit uh, is, is, is successful in, in that regard. Indeed, uh, capacity is, it is an issue in that component at the present moment in time. The, Issue around, I think I've touched on the issues around consequence management. My colleagues will take up the, the other issues. Uh, Zinta, you can pick up on the issues that were raised with regards to finance and SCM. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Zinta. Um, thank you, Chair. Um, in terms of SCM, uh, Chairperson, um, we acknowledge that there are some capacity constraints, uh, human capacity constraints um, that we are faced with. Um, hence, we have engaged with other departments to request that they lend us uh, some of them, their capacity. For example, we had we are working very closely with State SA, who have. Uh, who's a big department who have obtained uh, clean audits for a number of years. Um, therefore, they have assessed our capacity within uh, SCM and uh, 
um, we are running very short uh, chairperson. Uh, we have also written to our mother department and requesting, uh, uh, you know, to lend us some, 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 um, uh, some of the members of their team. And it's something that you are working on, Chairperson, but it, some of the capacity, human capacity related challenges in terms of our SCM. Um, we, Chairperson, in terms of the budget for the previous uh, financial year, which was um, 2021, 20, we have not necessarily, we have surrendered, um, I just want to check, I think it was, we spent about 89% chair. Um, I just need to get the correct figure. I will just post it on the chat. I want to just grab my annual report and just post it on the, on the chat, uh, Chairperson. Um, okay. um, that's it, Chair. Um, um, Chairperson, I think there was also an issue that was raised in terms of the family, the relationships between suppliers and family members. Um, chair, for that one, um, we have a system in place at the department, which is a manual system, um, Chairperson, you know, for officials to declare any interests. However, the AG has an advantage of other systems where they can pick up this information. So um, for now, we're just relying on employees declaring any interest on an annual basis. And um, if there's any interest that occurs after, thereafter, Chairperson, I don't think we necessarily do have systems to pick up those kind of discrepancies. It's, it's something that requires us to have access to uh, the platforms that our AG uh, does have. So it's something that we are attending to to explore how best can we have access also to the same platform uh, our auditors have. Um, I think that's all on my side, Chair. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Samba. Uh, the member raised uh, an issue of the uh, uh, fourth industrial revolution and, and how as a department we, we, we are uh, participating. Uh, indeed, Chairperson and the members of the committee um, the issue of, of, of ICT has been in annual, annual reports for the last, if I can look at past five years, and we are even having it in the current annual report. We have indeed sat down as a department to look at how can we unpack um, a, a, this monster of ICT as it is a very complex area. We have also been assisted by CETA to ensure that uh, as we unpack it is able to, to, to cover in terms of the needs of the department. Uh, hence, uh, my colleague was talking about the, the IDMS, which is the system that is uh, introduced uh, also by other departments uh, in ensuring that there's efficiencies in the delivering of services. Hence, there's a mention of a, a, a number of areas where things were done manually, and it has affected a lot of uh, military veterans in terms of uh, accessing their benefits on time and with all the efficiencies that are needed. And the department has also followed suit and been assisted by, by CETA to ensure that we, we, we are on board and we are able to engage with all our benefits and our branches 
And uh, currently, uh, on the 6th of December, a, a dry run was done with the department and the departmental officials. Uh, that process is, is an ongoing process where we'll be ensuring that we are training uh, the departmental officials on, on the system. Uh, furthermore, the advice from, from CETA was also to say that uh, we need to take through uh, our constituencies as well, uh, we, which are the military veterans, families, and we also need to link the system in our programs that we are doing as a department to ensure that there's synergy in the work that we are doing. Uh, and indeed, uh, Chairperson, uh, the process is led by one of our uh, uh, women uh, GITO specialists in the department, and we also established a, a GITO committee that is assisted, assisted us in taking forward this process and unpacking it and making sure that uh, all three compartments are addressed, which is the issue of the departmental uh, updating and upgrading of information, but also how do we also capacitate our uh, uh, employees and how we capacitate also our stakeholders to ensure that there's synergy in the way going forward. It is not an easy exercise, Chairperson. Um, I, I do recognize uh, that in the past, uh, it might have been taken uh, step by step. We're also saying that we are also going to be taking it step by step, but also using state institutions to assist us as it is also cheaper to do that and also much more closer to us. And CETA has given us a project manager and a team that is working with us in all the areas that I've raised uh, in, in, this, in this meeting. Uh, just to say that um, we, we, we are also excited that we can be part of the history and the legacy. Maybe in the year to come, uh, we'll be the first constituency uh, to be able maybe to vote uh, maybe online as we are also being taken on board uh, through this process and many other uh, 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 functions will be loaded uh, onto, onto this system uh, that is being uh, taken through in the department. And that was an area that uh, was raised by, by, by Matt because uh, to say, what is our participation in terms of the fourth industrial revolution? And uh, we will be continuing to, to give some inputs and, and updates on where we are going with regards to, to, to this project. Uh, uh, thank you, Chairperson. The organogram, Chairperson, uh, we will ask Mr. Siango to take uh, the, the committee through uh, that process. Thank you, Mr. Siango. Thank you, DJ. Um, good, good morning to the committee and um, good morning, uh, uh, Chair and, and members of the committee. Um, indeed, Chair, I think uh, here we acknowledge the, you know, the capacity issues that you know keep on being raised in the in the report, and uh, and perhaps one of the things that we we were guided on about by the executive authority, especially on the issue of skills audit, uh, was the fact that we need as a department to ensure that we fill in all the vacant posts uh, in the department uh, so that we ensure that, you know, at least there's capacity in areas where there have been vacant posts. And uh, secondly, around the issue of skills audit, we know that there was a process that was undertaken, but then it had its uh, shortfalls and it was never completed. 
Um, uh, however, we, in our engagement internally in the department and together with the organized labor, we have resolved that there is a need uh, for the department to undertake this process again so that we ensure that we match uh, you know, uh, the skills uh, uh, to the areas, you know, to the important areas uh, in the department. So we, we, we are going to, to be looking at that again. Um, however, it's going to be an internal process that we do. Fortunately, uh, Chair, we, we have uh, capacitated the HRM or the Human Resource Management Environment, where there is a new director now who has taken this uh, process on board. And, and uh, I'm sure in the new financial year, there will probably be plans that are announced around how we're going to, to do the issue of um, uh, skills audits uh, and, and capacitation of the department. And um, maybe uh, in terms of the organogram, uh, I, I know that we have engaged, uh, this has been spoken about. Uh, there was work that was done, Chair, um, uh, uh, to the extent that there was a proposed functional structure that was uh, uh, worked or, or worked, uh, you know, uh, discussed with DPSA, um, of which then um, the process of the presidential task team, uh, you know, uh, is 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 really uh, working, uh, you know, not working from from it's working from a base in the sense that we are taking that. Um, that work that was done previously, and 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 then uh, you know enhancing it based on the on the current needs of the department, and also on, on the current developments around uh, the amendment uh, to ensure that you know whatever now uh, structure that we are going to propose and discuss with the executive authority, it's a structure that actually uh, fits uh, you know that supports uh, you know what what is going to be and. An, outcome in terms of amendment. But there is a functional structure that, that was proposed. Um, and, and we have really not uh, then uh, moved forward uh, around uh, ensuring that that functional structure is, is taken through the proper approval processes that includes, of course, discussion with our, our principals being the executive authority. So I think uh, I will end there. Maybe I just also need Chair and DG, just to add on the issue of no-shows for officials, I think there was a question around that, is to say that um, the department has, uh, for officials, the department has, um, I've seen the, you know, the communication between the department and the employees uh, where uh, the department has investigated some of these. If then uh, an official is found to have been negligent around these no-shows, then uh, there is a, a debt, debt recovery process that is undertaken. Um, and, and where we were struggling, uh, Chair, was uh, when we, we were transporting military veterans. Uh, it's it's no shows and also accidents uh, you know, on vehicles that we have hired for military veterans because uh, they were not part of our policy because the only policy only spoke to uh, officials. So we have since, as a department, updated the policy 
uh, to include uh, our stakeholders which are the military veterans. Uh, so then should some of these things happen, then we'll be able then to, to there is a clear process in the policy in terms of how then we need to recover uh, what is due to the department should uh, these uh, kind of cases happen again. I will end it there for now. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Are you done? Thank you, Mr. Siango. Uh, Are you done? Chepper. Mr. Siango is done, Chairperson. Um, uh, I, I thought let me also touch a little bit on the issue of, 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 of the money that was sent away. Um, indeed, Chairperson, uh, there was a funding that was cut by Treasury, and um, indeed, the person uh, close to 5.5 million was then um, uh, uh, sent away in, in, in this financial year, Chairperson. And um, uh, if we are looking at the issue... So, 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 so that you're not at cross purposes, uh, was it the money that was underspent or the cut that you experienced during the course of the, or during the adjustment appropriation? What are you talking about? It was the money that was, was cut uh, by Treasury Chairperson from the department. Uh, we were told that the other money went for the uh, COVID-19. The other money went for uh, the general personnel uh, of, 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 the, of the whole country. And, and those were the cuts that happened and that's where they went. Okay, it's clear now. Uh, a chairperson, just just on that point, does that then imply that that uh, there was no money that was supposed to be spent, other than that, that was given back to uh, to national treasury? I think the question is how much was your the twenty twenty one by how much was your twenty twenty one budget uh, underspent? Uh, it, the underspending was close to about um, 55.5. Uh, if, if um, I think, uh, yes, about 51 million per person. Uh, are you, what, what percentage was that? Uh, uh, the, the, the acting chief uh, was trying to look at the, that information. Uh, yes. Uh, acting CFO? Um, thank you, Chair. I can confirm that we have spent um, 89.4 of the budget of 480 million. Therefore, 10.6 was surrendered to the National Treasury. Um, uh, 10.6 I mean, is um, 51 uh, million, basically, in terms of monetary value. It's 51 million. That's 10.6%. All right. Uh, are you covered, Mr. Murray? Uh, yes, thank you very much. Uh, I don't know if it is possible for them and if you allow, if they can, because I, I, the only reason I'm asking this is, is because we have got so much questions from military veterans and obviously any money underspent, one must know why that was underspent and whether that couldn't have been utilized for some of the needs that the military veterans are complaining about. Uh, you know, even from housing to to medical, to education, to whatever the other case. Also, the 
the uh, um, um, pension grants and things like that. Uh, so that's just a reason was that was that ring fence money that was lost. It couldn't have been spent or, or um, adjusted to to um, to be utilized for other purposes. Just uh, on, on that. Are, are you not on budget now? Um, I thought they've answered your uh, question. To, to, to a certain extent, but it, but it refers to the to the audit um, uh, process as well as to as to why that happened that we haven't spent or you know utilized it for for other purposes that uh, that was eventually pointed out. Yeah, you see, I think maybe we, let's 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 deal with it when we deal with um, uh, the 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 annual report. Because they have reported uh, the okay. areas in which they, the areas in which they underperformed, the targets that were not met, and the reason why those tar targets could not be met. So okay. I'm worried that we may actually be approaching this issue piecemeal, Mr. Murray. Uh, are, are you agreeing with me that let's let's have a fuller yes. presentation? Yes, no, problem. no problem. We could just postpone that. And, and then just my, my other questions are regard the minister as well. So. Has your other question on, on outstanding lawsuits been addressed? Not in terms of the lawsuits uh, and the applicability and, uh, you know, on, on, on this um, uh, audit, audit report. And no, it has not. Um, the other questions have been, have been addressed. And then uh, the last one is probably for the deputy minister to respond. Thank okay. you. No, that's no, fine. No, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm happy with that uh, uh, approach. Colleagues, the, the, uh, DG, you see, the, the audit plan is good. The audit action plan is good. But it is predicated on you having, um, you know, uh, a team of officials, um, you know, to drive it. You have some officials on suspension, um, uh, you know, leaving you with uh, you having to ask other people to act in the position of other people, and that cascading down. I'm sure those who are acting, they have uh, other people acting in their places as well, right down to to the lowest level, and uh, like a Hollywood, a Hollywood. Uh, a movie. Now, that's one. And two, you have, uh, you appointed about 30% uh, of employees on contract. <coughs> you said these are the posts, not you, your predecessor, your predecessor. These are the posts you need, but they're not on the organogram. And uh, about a third, thirty percent. That's a lot. And uh, citing uh, the imperfections with the organogram as it stands. Uh, Doctor Basopo uh, asked a question uh, on the organogram uh, earlier on, uh, <clears throat> whether it was ever reviewed. Um, it was never reviewed since uh, it was put together in 2020, and it's now 12 years. Uh, the, the organogram was uh, developed ahead of 
the legislation that that the, the founding legislation, uh, the Military Veterans Act. So it explains the the inconsistency, the 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 non-alignment. You have your chronogram predating the act that establishes the entity. And the act, uh, and from the, the act envisage uh, policies, uh, which policies, some of which, the majority of which have actually been developed. And all of that are not aligned to the organogram. And it cries out, we, it's, it doesn't need a, a rocket scientist that the organogram needs to be fixed. And uh, now, how long? And now we're being told that it's being dealt with uh, by an external body. It's now over here, we've been listening. I remember the DM presenting in February at our straight plan uh, on progress being made uh, in this regard. But it's now a year late. There's, we haven't, there's no organogram in place. And uh, <clears throat> now, DG, I'm asking this question to you. How, as a seasoned, you're a seasoned uh, official. How long does it take to to review and on an honor and on on an organogram? I will tell you from my own experience. I will tell you. I will say six months is the maximum. In the six months, you consult with labor. Uh, you could, if you're in the province, you consult with Lepa, you consult with the Premier's office, you consult with the DPSA. If you're at the national level, you consult with Lepa, you consult with DPSA, uh, you, not, you consult with the, 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 the principals, your, 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 your minister, and get the, the, the national minister's uh, concurrence. You can do that within six months. And then another six months migrating your personnel from the old organogram to a new organogram because that requires uh, you, uh, you know, uh, uh, matching, you know, uh, identifying what called doing matching and placing. It takes another six months. In a year, you develop an organogram and fill all the posts. Uh, and place all the existing employees and identified new posts that required uh, filling. That process is a year. But now it's more than, I don't know how many years we are dealing with this issue. And even now, you can't can't put, you can't give us a a timeline. When will this work be finalized? You're a national of the department, you are inheriting it. We are explaining that it's been ongoing but you are now in the office. How long, what time frame do you give to yourself to have this responsibility finalized? Uh, over to you, DJ. I'm raising this point because now you have to feel, uh, you, you, now this time you have to appoint a service, uh, a, a service provider to assist you in beefing up the internal, uh, what you call, um, uh, audit function. And we have people in acting positions. We also have, people who are on contract. And I can tell you, the contract now is longer than what is uh, legally permissible. 
I think some people are longer. And I can tell you, the expectation is now that they will be permanent. If they have not assumed some permanence as a result of some legislation that parliament passed, that when you have acted, you have been on contract for this long, and the, po and the po post are there, you must be absorbed. I'm saying you'll end up with people being absorbed by default because of this prolonged process of filling uh, vacancies. Uh, Digi, uh, I, th I thought I should raise this point because it's critical and you have raised it. Maybe the DM, when he responds after you, uh, does his final remarks, we'll touch on this one as well. But you first and then the DM. Shelebe, is your hand still up? Oh, so, uh, Jefferson, I forgot to add uh, to, to, to it's important. Right. Yeah. DG, just address this, then we ask the DG, the D, DM to give us his closing remarks. I would expect him to touch on this one because the department will, 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 will stand or fall on the issue of a proper organogram. I think Mr. Dr. Pasopo has raised the point very well. Thank you very much, Chair, and uh, to, to, to the comments with regards to the organogram. Indeed, Chairperson, uh, in a normal organization where you have all your staff uh, in relation to HR uh, and your expertise, uh, you can be able to fill uh, and design your organogram or your organizational structure within the time frames that you have set up. And I think in the way that um, things are going with DMV now, uh, we will be able to finalize the issue of organogram and the issue of the alignment with the, of course, the new bill. It can take a uh, chairperson uh, the whole of the next financial year. Um, ha having say said that chairperson, we can be able to speed up to even lesser months because we have filled the department at the departmental positions, especially directors in the critical areas, HR, labor relations, and, and HR planning, which was one of the crucial areas that we need to have as we are uh, grappling with the organogram. And I, I think we are moving in, in the right direction, but definitely we would need additional capacity of some expertise coming from outside as the, the, the structure is very thin uh, for us to be able to deliver on the matter. But indeed, all what you have pointed out, Chairperson, uh, it is the truth uh, if, if the department is really ideal, but we are working towards ensuring that the department is ideal, filling at least those posts that have been approved by the organogram of 2010. Uh, two deputy director generals uh, have been advertised and uh, the closing date is uh, on the 28th of February. Uh, but uh, I think uh, it could be lesser than a year, maybe 10 months because of the capacity that we've currently built. Uh, this process can be, can be finalized, especially linked to the bill as well. Okay. Do you undertake uh, that you'll be able to produce an organogram before the end of this, uh, the, before the end of the new financial year? In other words, uh, where, where are we now? We're in February. In other words, with, before the end of uh, 2020, to 
Uh, DG. Chairperson? Uh, yes, DG. Chairperson, <clears throat> the time frame that we are looking at, indeed, Chairperson, is the end of the of this new financial year. The new before the end of the 23rd, uh, the 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 23, 23rd financial year. That's what we are trying to do, Chairperson. And can can we have a, a six monthly? Can we have you back uh, on this issue uh, in the next within the next six months, just to give us progress? Indeed, Chairperson, we'll we'll do that. Thank you so much. That's your undertaking, and we are recording it as such. All right, DM, your closing remarks. Honorable Chairperson and committee members, thank you very much uh, uh, for indulging us. Uh, just before Chair, I make uh, my uh, comments on the discussion the committee has just entertained, uh, with your permission, can I just ask the DG to come back? and speak to two matters that uh, were raised here. The one by yourself, Chair, in relation to the capacity, the capacity of the Internal Audit Committee or the Internal Control Committee. What uh, posts do we have there and how many of them are vacant? and what the processes of filling those posts are. If the DG could just come back to that, because Chair, you raised the point about why go outside, why go and source capacity outside to do your internal audit work when you actually have uh, the uh, possibility of appointing permanent functionaries. Uh, I think that question uh, needs to be you know, directly answered because yes, other departments do that are struggling with audits, do employ consultants, audit uh, you know, companies to assist them deal with the, their audit challenges and to clean their slates. Uh, but uh, it is always, of course, an intervention that is sustainable when after that work is done, there is capacity internally to sustain good practice. And the other one is with respect to the external audit committee. If the DG can just come back and share with the committee the status quo around the external audit committee. Its composition, composition and the regularity of its meetings and the filing of reports by that uh, external audit committee. If the DG could just come back and speak to those two points and then come in and make my closing remarks. Okay, no, you, you are right, uh, uh, DM. Uh, DG, can you speak to those two points? Uh, the internal audit first, its capacity, the staff that there is, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> and the time frames in filling those posts, vis-a-vis uh, -vis your appoint your, your appointing uh, consultants. Uh, 
and how long will those contestants, uh, for how long do, will those uh, uh, consultants be in place? Chairperson, thank you very much for, for, for the opportunity once more. Uh, in terms of our uh, internal audit structure, the department has only two positions of a director and the deputy director. Uh, actually, the person that is also there is a risk manager. That is uh, the organogram, the existing organogram that was approved in 2010. As I did the presentation to say that going forward, it has been recognized that uh, in the new organogram, a proposal of eight to 10 positions have been suggested. That is the current status quo. And I have indicated to the committee that uh, in terms of my perception of the unit, indeed it is very weak in that regard. And it's something that we're looking uh, to correct going forward. Hence, the AG raised the matter of saying this process of correcting might take a little bit longer. Therefore, we need to have a company to assist and support the department while we're trying to correct uh, the situation of the internal audit unit. The sorry. external. So, so, sorry, uh, can you repeat the post? Uh, the current organogram envisages three posts. Yes, Chairperson. It's the director of internal audit, deputy director, right, and there's a risk manager. And the risk manager. Those are the three yes. posts envisaged by. And um, and in the new organogram, you envisage you envisage eight to ten posts. Yes, chairperson. The in terms of DPSA, there's not uh, there isn't a prescribed number. Uh, the the department needs to assess, of course, uh, the budget, assess uh, everything that is related. To, to, to appoint a, a, a person within the internal audit uh, section uh, right. from, so, from the DPSA side. So, sorry, sorry, these this three posts, let's go back. These three posts are all filled. A director, internal audit, deputy director, and risk manager. Yes, indeed, Chairperson. The director, internal, the, the director internal audit is the current acting uh, CFO presently. The deputy director internal audit is acting in the position. Uh, it's just that today uh, his absence is off sick. Okay. How many, how many posts, how many, how many people were appointed um, as contractors uh, to support this unit? In, now there's one additional to the establishment insofar as this unit is concerned. Uh, we, I, I, I think I would rely on my internal auditor of the past. Currently, we have requests uh, to be assisted by also our sister department uh, no, to no, ensure. No, no, no. I'm talking about people who are already on our payroll, who are in this unit. Um, the, the, the director, internal audit, is in the meeting. She would know. Uh, I understand she is acting CFO. Oh, yes, she is. She is in the meeting, Chairperson. How, how many posts uh, were created on, in, on a tempor in, um, tempor um, temporary basis? To support the internal audit unit that are there being on, on our payroll. 
Yes, thanks, through you, Chair. Um, currently, we do not have any um, contract uh, positions assisting within the internal audit. There were contract positions before. However, the audit committee felt strongly that we needed um, a, a, a company that would provide support um, uh, to the current internal audit unit. Hence, um, that process was sort of stopped so that we can look into the process of getting a company. For a, it was previously advertised for about three years. Um, yeah, but um, currently there are no uh, um, people appointed on a contract basis under the inter-audit unit. All right, so the advertisement is out uh, 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 for the service. That's correct, Chair. Uh, for, for three years. Sorry, Chair, I didn't get that. For three years. Uh, for 12 months now, yes, for 12 months. No, no, if it was advertised for three years, how is it possible that you can change change it to, to 12 months? I just want to be clear on that one. Um, Chairperson, uh, it was initially advertised for three years. However, due to capacity, capacity within our own uh, SCM in terms of uh, the various bid committees, we could not finalize the process. We had to write to Treasury to say we are stopping this process, we're gonna go through a quotations route. Um, the quotations have been increased by the National Treasury to at least a maximum amount of a million. Therefore, we had um, advertised uh, for a period of 12 months while we are still sorting out the internal issues affecting the functioning of the internal audit unit. Okay. Um, so that, that, that assumes that in the 12 months, the organogram will be reviewed that's and in a position to fill the vacancies. That's correct, Chair. No, I think that, that is said, the DM will make a follow-up at the right time. Let's deal with the internal audit committee. Uh, what the is the, the external uh, audit? Uh, the, status of internal, the status of the internal audit committee. I think um, that will be the external one now. Uh, we've just spoken about the internal audit committee. Uh, chairperson, the external audit committee is also weak chairperson. We're supposed to be having five people chairperson. We are currently having two people and uh, the other posts uh, were advertised chairperson and um, interviews were also set up uh, they are awaiting the submission that needs to go to the ministry to ensure that we have a full complement of the external audit committee members. Okay, let's let's check uh, what what happened to the other uh, committee members uh, because you you initially had I think seven. If I knew, uh, okay, you initially had five members. Yes, person. Um, okay. Uh, 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 Okay, no, no, can I just lead you on this one because I have the record. I mean, Amod's term was expiring 2021. It means that this position was not filled, February 2021. Advocate W.E. Huma expiring 20, February 2021. And the other three is Muho Lue, Muho Lue, Bongani Lamini, 
and the Mazi Shongwe expiring April 2022. And the, and the audit report, the audit committee report is signed off by Muhohwe, um, Mushohwe. All right. So it means that um, she, she signed it as an acting chairperson. Can you just give us the status of this? You're saying two, but I see three here. What happened to the third person and what is the functionality of this uh, committee? Uh, chairperson, I, I, I must be honest, Chairperson, we did not prepare in details for, for this question of the external audit committee, but it is safe to say that it is also chairperson uh, week in terms of the uh, uh, compliments of the of the of the members, and indeed we have an acting person. This is what we are trying to to fix, chairperson. And for the next meeting, can we be allowed, chairperson, to give a full report of what is happening around the members? Other members couldn't be uh, affirmed due to the challenges of HR matters that were requested and could not be provided. Uh, um, I would love to bring a, a full complement of, of, of the external audit committee and give a report of each and every person and give a report of what is happening on each and every member of the, of the external audit committee. Uh, no, the, the, the internal audit, Zinka is an internal audit director. She should be in a position to know because she operates in this environment. She reports to the internal to the audit committee. Yes, sir. And uh, yes, for for the last for the last financial year, I know you may have some uh, uh, challenges because you are new. The last financial year, they had nine. I mean, Mushohwe had nine out of nine meetings. Zamini uh, had nine out of nine meetings, and Mazishong had nine out of nine meetings. Right. And the, but you are saying you only have two remaining. What happened to the third member? I think uh, I am saying um, Zintle because reports directly to this is is here environment. What is the situation, Zintle, in respect to this internal audit committee? Um, thank you, Chair. Um, Chair, I want to align myself with the input really of the accounting officer to be. Uh, provided with some time just to go back uh, because I have not really uh, been in touch with the affairs of internal audit since I've been assisting on the role of, of the CFO. Um, I wouldn't really have much information in terms of the developments. Yes. Thank you. I would want to leave it at that. Not that I'm satisfied. Over to you, DM. No, indeed, uh, Chair, the, the, the responses uh, could have been better uh, with respect to the status quo as far as the external audit committee is concerned. And uh, we should not struggle to just, you know, share a picture of what the lay of the land is there. Um, I think by the next meeting of the committee, there should be, you know, a, a submission of uh, information around the external audit committee uh, because from where where we sit uh, it looks like uh, the info there is what there is miscommunication uh, information is not uh, is not telling 
but at the next meeting of the committee, not at the next meeting, by the next meeting of the committee, a submission should be, you know, a written submission of that information to the committee should be provided. Okay. So having said that, uh, having said that, if uh, with the permission of the committee, let me just make the uh, following remarks. Firstly, to say that, um, uh, what we were dealing with, it's the audit findings action plan, the findings of the AG's office on the work of the department uh, in the year under review, which is 2020-2021. And because of those findings, uh, the department expect, was expected to have uh, very clear plans of how the shortcomings were going to be addressed. So we are dealing with uh, an action finding, I mean, audit findings action plan, which is ongoing work. Uh, things that uh, in the course of this financial year, the Auditor General expects the department to make improvements on by correcting uh, those areas. Now, let me just say to the sentiment expressed by Honorable Madre about uh, what is the view of the ministry uh, about uh, the department. The, my, my approach, Chair, would be that uh, we have uh, a whole host of challenges around our Department of Military Veterans. Uh, however, uh, I would um, take an approach that says uh, uh, today the business of the committee is the audit findings action plan uh, to confine the challenges of the department around the issues that that plan is raising. Um, because there are other matters which, uh, as uh, someone commented earlier on, we can always come back to when we have uh, the right uh, discussions on our agenda. Um, members will observe that uh, a lot of the issues that are on the audit uh, action plan are challenges that are in the back end environment of the department, the plant end. Um, and uh, they are also issues that are around the handicap the department is functioning with of not being an automated department. Uh, so, the orchestration or the introduction of digital business processes in DMV, it's a very critical uh, intervention. And the DG has spoken to this, that they have this program of the integrated data management system. Of course, in all departments, that's what is happening. 
that uh, you have these integrated information management systems. The business of the departments, different branches speaking to one another at the touch of a button, uh, enabling managers to get a holistic picture of whatever issue it is that they are tracking. So in relation to our department, the department reported that they have uh, introduced the integrated data management system and it was launched within the department in December. We are awaiting a presentation and uh, a demonstration of this capacity of the department. Uh, I will be uh, visiting the complex together with the minister to see for ourselves what this improvement that uh, has been shared with the committee today involves. Um, I say so because in the past, the reason why the department was not, its business was not digitized, we're told was because of the complex way DMV is, that it created constraints that made the automation of the department uh, by way of putting in the necessary cabling uh, virtually impossible. And that's why the department has been on a manual uh, mode uh, for the longest time. So we would be uh, going for a demonstration of uh, the new uh, way of doing business that the department has now established. The issues raised in the Auditor General's of, I mean, by the Auditor General's report, there will be matters, as you will see, that rely a, a lot on the digitalization of the of the department's business. You know, matters such as personal, personnel and salary systems, matters such as uh, logis, the logistical information system, the disaster recovery plan, they all speak to the capacity the department must have, uh, IT-wise, to be able to get these uh, instruments functioning well. But let me just conclude by saying this, uh, Chair, to the committee that uh, these issues are matters that uh, we are clear will be improved by the appointment of the DDG corporate services. The two posts of DDGs that are vacant and they've been vacant for years, it includes the DDG corporate services. So for us to deal with these audit findings uh, and the audit plan that we have, the DDG corporate services is a very critical functionary for the department to have. As the DG has just said, we now at least have the advert out there that will be closing end of this month. And hopefully that post will be filled within, you know, the uh, absolutely, you know, stipulated timeframes. 
I can just make the point that the, the feeling of critical vacant posts in the department, for some reason that we still do not understand, seems to be a very intractable you know, a, a responsibility. The department is forever taking the longest time to get these vacancies filled to a point that they may tempt you to believe that it is not the simple administrative work that must be done, but maybe there are other considerations why certain areas are functioning for the longest time without the requisite capacities. Um, but uh, that, of course, uh, you'll, from my tone, uh, hear that uh, is raised out of, uh, out of frustration uh, more than any factual information. But the department is just taking in, an inordinate amount of time when posts must be filled. And uh, there are no consequences. There are no consequences uh, in spite of having pleaded with the DG to say there must be consequences for this. We can't have posts that are not filled when the department has such a limited number of, uh, uh, I mean, workforce to operate with. Furthermore, Chair, what I wanted to say is that uh, in relation to the organogram of the department, which has been raised, and I agree, it's a very critical point, a, a challenge for the department. The presidential task team's deliberations appreciated that point, and it is for that reason that one of the work streams was the work streams to deal with the restructuring of the department. And the other reason why the presidential task team established a work stream to deal with the uh, uh, organizational structure of the department is that the military veterans associations themselves, when the task team met with them, they raised this question about the structure of the department, that they find it so deficient and that it is part of the reasons why their services are not rolled out the way. Um, we have advised the department, and we have hinted the same to the work stream, that it is not going to be easy for them to have capacity within any department, whether Treasury, whether GPSA, and even DMV itself. They will not have the capacity of a team that will deliver that product for them. You need management specialists who deal with work around how organization structures should be crafted in a way that follows their strategies. But not only that, but that the structure is also informed by the business processes of any organization. So the business process mapping, the designing of structures in management science, it's a specialty. There are people who just specialize with that. 
It is not everyone who is a proficient manager, even an MBA, a person with an MBA who necessarily do a, a business process mapping for you. So we have indicated that it is necessary for the department to get assistance, to get this thing done. And I agree with the chair that uh, six months should be enough. It's quite an involved work, but within six months, we can deliver a new organization, organogram of the department. But if the department does not appreciate the need to get that done through that approach, then we can talk another year and another year and another year. The department has been with the, an organogram that is out of sync for the last 10 years. It has not been updated for the last 10 years. And as you have pointed out, Chair, that it was, this structure was put even before the act was uh, promulgated. I mean, it was uh, passed by parliament. So we can do this. The department's management must just get the requisite uh, professional assistance. And in six months, we can have the products on the table. And it is important, unfortunately, because it is one of those structural constraints to the performance of the department. The point about consequence management, Chair, I would want to uh, give the committee members comfort that the, the ministry is attending to this matter very intensely. The DG has indicated that as part of her office uh, intervention to implement the reports of the Public Service Commission, but also of the Auditor General, uh, there were officials that were suspended. Just yesterday, we spent a whole afternoon with the minister together with the DG discussing this consequence management challenges of the department just to get our act right there. So the committee can have, uh, you know, comfort that uh, the matter is receiving uh, the necessary attention. So that's what I would, uh, you know, uh, say by way of uh, appreciating the observations and the comments that the members of the committee have made today on the audit findings action plan of the department. Um, it is work in progress. Uh, and uh, I agree that uh, uh, there must be the right time when all of these wrong uh, things or challenges in the department that were picked up in this particular uh, financial year, we give a final, uh, uh, a final report on them to the Oversight Committee. Thank you very much, Chair, and to committee members. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, uh, DM. Uh, I think your your remarks uh, certainly add to the agency the need for the need for speed. Um, 
considering the agents uh, <clears throat> that uh, we are facing. The matters are very urgent. We need the department like yesterday. The matters are very urgent. What uh, we need to have, we need to review the organizational structure. Uh, we need to fill uh, the post, especially the critical um, uh, post, which are vacant. Uh, amongst them uh, are those two DTGs uh, whose process uh, is underway uh, to fill them. Uh, and, it, and, and, and the post in the internal audit unit. And we are told that um, uh, they will try to uh, get uh, the service provider for 12 months to assist uh, whilst uh, filling uh, the post. Let's hope that by the time the service provider exits, the post would have been filled because what is uh, what the service provider must be tied to is the transfer of skills. What's the point of having a service provider who moves in and moves out and leave and leaves nothing uh, behind. So the as part of the contract must be the transfer of skills. But for the transfer of skills to happen, there must be people to receive the transfer of skills. Otherwise, uh, the service provider will not have assisted uh, the, the department in any way uh, with the amount of money that would have been spent. And on the consequence management, we are happy that something is happening. And the and the and the DG is really uh, acting on on those. I think the DG will take your commitment. Uh, one, we're happy you have produced the action audit plan, very comprehensive, uh, touching on all areas that were identified by the DG by the by the AG uh, in the last uh, a few years. And you have converted those audit queries into an audit action plan. And uh, so we hope that uh, <clears throat> we will not have the repeat uh, findings uh, going forward. And maybe next 2022, 2023, you deliver your first clean audit. It's possible. You are just a small department providing service, taking money from treasury and giving it to to uh, the military veterans in a form of this service or that service. So it should be easy, shouldn't, shouldn't be, there shouldn't be any difficulty at all. So I think the, the DM has really given us the remarks that we, we were out, I'm comfortable to uh, accept them as closing uh, the discussion uh, on this issue. What remains for me is to thank you, uh, Dichi. There's a breath of fresh air, I must say. Uh, maybe if you have not heard that, um, I'm saying um, you must know it. There's a breath of fresh air. Uh, please uh, continue along the lines, but uh, be careful of the speed uh, because the speed kills. Uh, <clears throat> but at the same time, uh, you know, address the agency uh, because it's critical we, we get this right as quickly as possible. Dichi, thank you very much. And, uh, thank you very much, Chair. Thank you. And uh, I wish to thank your team as well. Uh, I'm sure we can release you. But before we release you, before we release you, there's a correspondence. Maybe you want to 
asked to transact to deal with this correspondence in your presence is signed by the minister. The DM is in the meeting. I think DM can can handle the correspondence. Uh, let, let me release you, uh, DG. Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, just before you release the, the, the DG. DG, okay. DG, my, my apologies. Uh, yes, Mr. Mare. There's just two issues that I want to raise that obviously will have an effect on, on uh, obviously not the, 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 nine, uh, the 2021, but certainly 21-22 financial year. The first one is obviously those, those litigations um, and, and, and all that I'm, I'm raising it so that the DG can give us feedback in due course, maybe at our next meeting. That's the one. The, the other one is the whole call up of military veterans to 14 side. That we know that uh, there was official correspondence and there was expectations created amongst the military veterans. Uh, and I believe that some of them are not paid yet. Uh, the other one is the uh, so-called um, uh, case where the minister and the deputy minister were, were not allowed to leave the hotel with the, with the military veterans. I believe that there's a litigation going on because those military veterans are still there and that facility has not been paid by the Department of Military Veterans. Now that is a court case at the moment and there was appeals board and a final appeals board that has, uh, um, came out against the, the minister and the Department of Military Veterans. So I don't know if the if if the uh, DG can give feedback now or whether she wants to take her time and and give us proper feedback on these cases. Thank you very much because that will certainly have an impact on on uh, point C on the agenda. Um, and seeing that you are releasing the the DG now, uh, that's why I'm just raising that now. Thank you. All right, uh, DG. A quick response. Um, if you need time, please indicate. Uh, Thank you, Chair. We'll follow, uh, we'll follow what the member has raised, that we must be provided more time to deal with the matter and come back to the committee with a report. I think I will accept that. Uh, how soon can you give us the, the report on the functionality of the external audit team? Uh, a week is not too much in writing. Um, we'll see when we deal with it as a committee. A week or two? Should be more, more, more. Two, two weeks, Chairperson. Uh, two months. Two. Weeks. <laughs> 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 All right, two months. Okay, it's fine. We give you until the end. No, of sure. the two, two weeks is enough. Two weeks is enough. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you so much. Okay, two weeks. Uh, yes, Chairperson. Commit you to two weeks. All right, colleagues, thank you very much, and you are free to exit the system. Uh, we now want to move to the correspondence. It's a new matter, but we agreed that we will uh, fit it in before the, the minutes. Mr. Just, just a question in terms of the agenda are we not dealing with B and C? With that? Uh, on the agenda, 3A we have dealt now with. Uh, do we not deal with B and C? They, they, they were part of the presentation. But the, the B is a report back uh, um, specifically. Oh, okay. Okay, I see what you mean. So it's not yeah. X specifically getting feedback. 
Uh, and then obviously she is, as, uh, I as assumed that was cases of other fraud, corruption and consequence management. I thought they was, they're gonna separately report on all those fraud and corruption cases. No, no, they, but let me hear if I'm wrong, uh, Mr. Mare. Did you still in the meeting? I thought they were incorporated in the presentation. Did you? No, she's gone. She's gone. Yes, Chairperson. They were part oh, okay. of, of the presentation, all inclusive in the detailed presentation, Chairperson. Correct. Yeah, I, I, I saw it. Uh, unless there are specif specific cases, Mare, that you yeah. may want okay. to do a follow up on, please, um, you, you, you are free to indicate them to me. I will then send them to the yeah. official, to the teacher. Okay. I, I have now I have now mentioned those, so, so that will help. And uh, so it's those three, four cases that I've mentioned. Thank you very but, much. No, no, it's fine. My, my, yeah, thank, thank you so much. I'm, I'm sorry to not to have indicated that the report was inclusive of all those three items. All right. Thank you, Tichi um, and, and, and team. Right. Colleagues, let's then deal with the letter. Uh, Brian, um, who, the letter says you are invited to a straight plan of the Department of uh, Military Veterans. What's the day, 24th or 25th? It's coming Friday, the 25th. It's, it's coming soon within two days, Chair, on the 25th. That is Friday. Yes, uh, Mr. Mare, it's, it's an invitation. Uh, uh, I, I thought I should just convey it. It came uh, very late. Uh, well, you know, a straight plan is not something you wake up and uh, stage it. You, you plan uh, for it um, well ahead of time. Right. Correct. And, um, but those who are will be available. Uh, let, let me just get an indication who will be available so that we communicate uh, the names uh, accordingly. Uh, will be available. Can, can, I, can, can I just say it's a pity that we are only invited now because we know the procedures and the bureaucracy at Parliament. Uh, you know, for us to attend that, we must get approval from the from the chair of chairs. Um, and in terms of budgets and all those, so um, maybe maybe just a just a friendly reminder to the minister and the departments, if they even invite us, obviously we should we should be represented and 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 we should attend things like this. But unfortunately, if we are getting this very late in terms of the of the the protocols, it is practically basically impossible to get those uh, kind of approvals within a day. Um, so, and obviously flights as well, we've got tomorrow afternoon, evening a meeting, so it, it becomes very, very difficult if we get it that day or two in, in, uh, in advance. Thank you. You, 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 you are right. Uh, it doesn't allow us to uh, factor our own internal uh, processes. Uh, Brian, uh, let me just, is it, is it possible, is it still possible, Brian, to, if we get one or two members who are interested, uh, for our application? Uh, Chair, the, the process is uh, 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 a bit uh, difficult because it's first the political approval, which is then uh, followed by the financial, which would uh, entail the logistics, the flights and, and, and everything. It would be difficult for me, Chair, to, to commit that it would be possible for us to do it uh, within a space of a day. Okay. 
All right, DM, that's, that's a difficulty we, we are having uh, uh, because otherwise, uh, if we, uh, I think we were, uh, DM, that's, at, at, colleagues, I can see, uh, Dr. Masop, yeah. uh, your, your, your mic is on. Do you want to say, to say something? Yeah, yes, I thought even before DM comes in, Perhaps each department should indicate what are the expectations of them from us as the committee. Some on the basis of that explanation, you can be able to find a way. For instance, already you are talking of sending two people and that and that. And, and also for me, this is very much important invitation to be part of the straight plan of the department. But however, what are the expectations given the limitation of short notice? Thanks, Chair. Yeah, uh, DM. Uh, maybe you you have you've heard our um, concerns in terms of short notice and the impact this that has on our own internal uh, planning processes. Uh, and and then there's this question on the expectation. Uh, do may may invite may I invite you to make a quick comment, DM? Uh, thank you very much. I must start right away with an apology for the inconvenience caused to the committee members uh, as a result of this late invitation to the strike plan of DMV. Uh, we got this yesterday afternoon as we were in the meeting with the minister uh, to uh, sign off the invitation and uh, of course, we couldn't say no, but uh, the very same, you know, anxiety and stress expressed by me members here is what we also went through because uh, we were very much aware that uh, the notice was uh, uh, making attendance by committee members almost impossible, uh, but uh, hoping that they may be um, a chance uh, somehow for the committee to be represented. We felt that uh, we should not uh, uh, say no to the department's uh, uh, request and uh, we signed that request off. And by signing the request off, it says uh, we are expecting the committee to be represented at the strike plan However, uh, the inconveniences and the logistics implications are what the members are raising. Um, what I am relying on really is just uh, the personal, you know, uh, experience of this uh, undertaking that the departments will now and again when they have their straight plan sessions, depending on which straight plan it is in the value chain of that planning process, uh, they would invite the portfolio committee to be represented at the straight plan. Uh, in some cases, uh, the invitation would uh, secure the 
presence of the chair of the committee and the chair of the committee would make uh, an input or remarks at the beginning of the strategy plan of the strategy plan to share with the management of the department the sentiments, the views, the priorities of the parliamentary oversight committee to make uh, the department aware of uh, what is of utmost importance as far as Parliament is concerned with respect to their work. And of course, share with them, give them you know, feedback of uh, how their work has been you know, perceived, how their challenges have been understood by the portfolio committee, and what then the oversight would expect a platform, a forum, of that nature, a strict plan session of the department to prioritize in making sure that we do not have, uh, you know, continuous weaknesses in the work of the department without uh, any solutions. Uh, that would be the kind of input that you we get uh, from the oversight, uh, you know, e uh, input to the strict plan session. So I'm just making these comments, Chair. I am aware that uh, uh, now we are talking uh, almost uh, a very uh, difficult, you know, request that the committee must respond to. Uh, no, you, you Thank are, you, Chair. No, th I think it, you, you've certainly uh, uh, responded, um, answered the, the, the question. Uh, let me just check people who are around uh, Gauteng uh, who may not require um, long driving um, colleagues uh, can I make a proposal Chair? yes yes the doc no Benzard, on the basis of the explanation given by UTM as well as the observation of a short notice can we allow your office uh, probably, you know, Chief Whip, you take up the matter, you interact with the people who are responsible for whatever, then you take it from there. But of course, your point for me is, is valid. Amongst other things, you consider the people who are staying in the area, but that should be dealt with with your office. That's my contract proposal, Chair. Yes, no, 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 you, you are right. I'm just taking uh, the, the, uh, the advantage of the fact that we are all here and uh, if I could just get an indication of a colleague who is just not very far was available uh, to represent us, uh, will then I will then factor the 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 administrative uh, processes uh, into the whole thing. Um, and any indication? Um, I don't see. I'm looking at all the members. I know more or less where they stay, and it doesn't look like there is anyone uh, who's close to the place. All right, colleagues, if, if there's anyone who would happen to be in, 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 in Jobek, in, in Gauteng uh, during this time and would be willing to represent us, please <laughs> give me a shout. Uh, I will then communicate this to the uh, accordingly. 
communicate to the department and ensure that we attend to the administrative aspect of it. Okay, DM, thank you very much. Um, if if DM we are not there, it will not be uh, for fail out of failure of trying. It, it, it would be because we are presented with an impossibility. Uh, please accept that DM. Chairperson, that is uh, really respected, uh, and uh, I understand the inconvenience we have created to the committee members. Our apology. Thank you so much, DM. DM, uh, wish you good luck as you uh, uh, prepare for the start of the new year, uh, of the new financial year with the department. You, it's, it's, it's a big task uh, lying ahead, but at least the starting point you, is to identify the challenges. You have done, have done it very well. The next thing now is to fix them. There are resources available to fix them. Uh, so it's upon you uh, to uh, deliver. This should be 2022 and 2023 should be the year of delivery, DM, please. Chairperson, thank you very much once again for the opportunity to interact with the committee and your instructions are well received. Thank you. Thank you so much, DM. So DM, we don't want to, to delay you any further than this. Uh, please convey our appreciation to the minister. All right. Thank Good you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, DM. Let's let's deal with the minutes. Uh, how many, hey, Brian, um, owing you, how many? Two, three sets? It is three. Three sets. All right. Uh, please fly the first set. Right. Uh, this is the first set. This this was the attendance. Uh, right. Um, okay. Uh, right till the end. That's the first page. See if there are any uh, corrections. That's the first page. We're dealing with the ministerial task team report there. On on Heberon. Right. Uh, the next page is page three. SAS press response. Go down, go down to the next page. And then there's the procurement uh, issues. Right, go down in respect of the, the thing of the Heberon. Payment for the uh, interferon, how much we had paid, uh, how much was still outstanding at the time. Outstanding issues, recommendation, right. And then uh, and the Auditor General's uh, response uh, to the issues. And we closed. Just go to the last page. Sabra came back and Dion, Dion, Dion and we deliberate, uh, committed liberations and we closed. All right. Colleagues, these are the minutes. Uh, uh, can I get uh, a mover in the seconder? I move, sir. Uh, Mr. Mare moves. Uh, second. I second, sir. Uh, Ms. Uh, Perkis, uh, I'm sorry that I will lose you, uh, Ms. 
Uh, but please stay on as our alternative. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So. Uh, and then the next uh, uh, set. So the first set is 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 adopted. This is the next set. This is the attendance. Right, uh, go go include the attendance. Uh, just go the whole of page one. Go to right, right. Okay, the next page. We're dealing with the second third quarter uh, performance report. Right, right. Go down. Go down. All right, a bit put by the DM. All right, go down. And the minister committed deliberations and resolutions will close. Colleagues, are there any uh, corrections? It doesn't look like, it doesn't look like there's any. Uh, can I get a mover and a seconder? Ubaba Ushelembe moves seconded. Chairperson. Yes, sir. Uh, I think now it's time that we go back to Parliament so that we can see members because I've noticed that. I mean, um, Ah, no, thank you. And I conclude this aspect, I will come back to you. Uh, I so, second chair. Because seconds. And then the third set. <laughs> I can see you're tired uh, of, uh, uh, you know, Looking on at, at the system, um, want to say now people face to face. Yeah, you see, members are like now getting. Oh, no, no, I'll come back to that one. Uh, let's just conclude this one. Are we doing the? Are we retrieving the last set, uh, Brian? Yeah, that's correct, Chair. Hey, Brian, we've invested in you, and I also would not want to lose you. Uh, sorry, Chair. There it is. Yeah, and you have been very helpful to, to the team. Uh, so this is the minutes of the 16th of February. Uh, this is the attendance. All right, just conclude the team. And you write so well, and I never find any challenge with your minutes. And uh, right, continue. If there are any corrections, comrades, uh, colleagues, please indicate. 
We're on the next page. Uh, any corrections indicate, please? We're on page three. Continue. Uh, continue. All right, fifth page, continue. We're going to the last, uh, last part one, page. Thank you. Uh, last, last page, or oh, seven. All right, <clears throat> colleagues, uh, I have, I've looked at this. Are there any, any uh, corrections? All right. I move. I move. Mr. Mare moves. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Mare. Uh, seconded by? I second, Chairperson. Shalembe um, uh, seconds. All right. Colleagues, so I think we are done. Um, is there any quick reaction uh, before I thank all of you for the attendance? I think one 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 issue would be to reinstate the discussion on the heparon. Uh, we said when the minister is in a position to come and deal with it. Uh, so I will try to have not forgotten about it about that. Uh, I'm looking for a time when it would be feasible to deal with it. Uh, so that would be the only major item arising from the minutes that requires um, follow-up from my side. Colleagues, thank you thanks. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you so let's much. Hold thumbs, let's hold thumbs for this afternoon. <laughs> all right, colleagues, thank you very much. Uh, I think we have concluded the meeting, uh, all the exhausted, all the items, and it, it remains for me to thank all of you for attendance until we meet uh, this afternoon from two o'clock. We hope the, the Minister of uh, Finance will look, uh, will, will, will come some way in, address, in addressing some of our concerns, uh, especially as it relates to uh, defense uh, ch financial challenges. With that, thank you very much, colleagues. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. Uh, Long it has Thank you, Chair. Recording stopped. <laughs>